everybody. We are back. It is part two, episode number 100 of DadCast. If you checked out last week, you know already we are with the man, the myth, Mr. Zach Knighton, uh, who's been on every TV show that has ever existed in the history of the world. Uh, he's been cool enough to come on DadCast. We had stories to tell and talk about in part one. So if you're just getting here, go back, watch part one first. Then come on back, and uh, we'll continue this along. Uh, Nick, Zach, how are you guys? Everything good? It's been a while. I know. Doing great. Feeling good. I haven't even changed clothes. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so in part one, we were talking about the birth of your first daughter. And man, that mm-hmm. story, whew, that was a good one. Um, it paralleled my experience until you got to the point with the blood. Again, go to part one and watch and listen. You're going to want to hear this story. Um, my lady and my daughter, our, uh, our last, was a water birth as well. Um, it was in a hospital, though, in a gigantic tub. And in her case, she was on her um, hands and knees, all four. And I was kind of like center. You know, I was like the quarterback. She was the center. And no uh-huh. no joke, it was exactly how you described it. I, for lack of a better way to put it, caught my daughter. And, and I brought her into the water. She flipped over. And I brought her still underwater and then lifted her out and put her on mom's chest and then did the whole thing. And she had her first uh, breath of air, but it was just, whew, I get chills talking about it right now, man. That is, mm-hmm. it's amazing. I did the exact same thing. I'm like, you gotta get her out. Gotta get her out. And she's like, no, 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 no. She's fine. Everything is good. As far as she mm-hmm. knows her, her living room just got a little bit bigger for a moment and uh, just yep. <laughs> absolute amazing experience. Whew. Yeah, I'm seeing yeah, the doctor, the, the hospital room. <laughs> yeah, doctor poor, can do the business. Poor Nick. Yeah. So his baby boy, uh, Liam, was, you know, why am I telling the story? I'll set it up and you're going to knock it home to tell Zach. Um, was born in 2020. Yeah. COVID. So, <laughs> so Liam was three weeks premature, uh, which isn't a lot, but he didn't know how to eat when he came out. So he got sent to the NICU. And with COVID and hospital restrictions, mom got to go. We actually had to fight for mom to go. And I didn't get to see him for almost, it was like four weeks the first time. And then it was, I got to see him for one hour a week for the entire time he was in there. So it was really hard to deal with the whole bonding and stuff. And then when he finally came home, he had another issue, got sent back. And then we finally got him back home and he's doing amazing now. Little kid eats all the time and is like a sailor so i think i've done a great job as parenting <laughs> but yeah no it was really scary but like the first few months of them being home it was it was really hard because he didn't want to he didn't know who i was so anytime he was upset it was i couldn't console him i he just didn't want to have anything to do with me one night i introduced him to the beastie boys documentary on apple tv and we've been best friends ever since <laughs> That's such a good story. Uh, Zach, so, yeah. any difficulties for you as a dad parenting? I mean, are there typical things or anything come out of your, I mean, talk to me, man. This is man, where we you know, solve each other's problems. If there is any. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, I, honestly, the, the, the thing that I deal with the most is the fact that my daughter, I don't get to see her all the time because now I'm in a, you know, a situation over here where I do have my boys, all the time. And, you know, it's, it's, 
I would say that, and that's not really a solvable thing, but I guess just emotionally and whatever I want to, I'm always like, am I doing the right thing? And that, you know, because we've started an entire life here and the, the plan is to stay here in Hawaii, even after the show is done. And, you know, you don't have to be in, in Los Angeles or New York anymore. If you do what I do, you can, you're just, everything is online. Everything is a zoom, everything's tape. You know, for me in, in television, I kind of am in that zone where I get offers. I don't really have to audition for TV anymore, but it, it's more like the movies and stuff I have to kind of chase. But the point is, I don't really have to be in Los Angeles anymore. And we were kind of talking about that in episode one, just the difficulty of that town. And it doesn't suit where I'm at as a uh, human. And it doesn't, it's not a place, you know, nothing against people raising their kids there. That's not what I want to do. I don't want to raise my kids yeah. in Los Angeles, you know. So I want them to be in nature. I want them to be in a beautiful place. And the thing about this island and, and this, these islands in general, it's so, so oriented around family. It's so much about family here. You know, you've just got, there's things that happen on the mainland that never happen here. You know, I, uh, you don't hear about, and I don't want to, I don't want to incite this, but you don't hear about main, you, you know, shootings in schools here. You don't hear about, it's kind of like the old days where the, the kids want to ha- hash it out. They're going to, they're going to fight with their fists, you know, and I like that about this place. And, and it's all about respect here. And they teach, they, they teach them young. You got to respect your elders. You got to respect the aunties and the uncles and whatever. So we've, we've decided to stay, you know, and I would say that's sort of the, I know the storm is more coming when my daughter's a teenager and maybe when Magnum's done in another couple of years, you know, where's that balance going to be for me as a father, but yet we're already so established here with the boys, their doctors their schools, their routine, something I never really gave to my daughter. It was always crazy. It was always on different shows and going to Vancouver or Toronto and all this. And whereas this feels like, okay, we've made a little heart, a little home here. I want to keep that going for the boys, but I can't compromise my relationship with my daughter. Right. right. So that's, that's my sort of, eternal dad dilemma that I'm always thinking about. Well, that's a tough one, but not too terrible. If the daughter has the option to come live in Hawaii, I think uh, it could be a whole lot worse, man. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. And and, you know, she always says to me, Hey, I like you living there because I want to get as far away from mom as possible. when it's my time to come to you. (laughs) She likes having that space, you know? So I think we'll be good. It's just a matter of, you know, I don't know how I'm really going to feel when I'm not doing a show on this island. There's just st- still going to be something nagging at me like, man, you should just be in L.A. But the logistics of that, I mean, you know, we bought a, a house here five years ago. When you when you move to this island, it's like you got to start over. We had to get silverware. We had to get toasters. We had to get all the things that you, we already had at the other place. So it was such an investment to, to become a part of this place. I don't see going back. So I'm hoping that she lo- is still loving it in a couple of years and it's just easy and she's got tons of frequent flyer miles. Maybe she'll even want to go to University of Hawaii or something or come here for high school if she wants to switch. I don't know. We don't really know what the future is, but I'm hoping there's no issues. All right. <laughs> That's the main wow. thing. So you also... Uh, you're, I'm, I'm doing my math here, 32 years old when you had your first kid. And, uh, yeah. now obviously the, the, the youngest, you know, 43 years old, give or take for you. How does that feel to know that your first beer with your youngest is going to be 64 year old Zach? Yeah. <laughs> How do you comprehend well, that? Cause I deal with that every <laughs> single day. 
I'll probably have a beer with him when I'm when I'm like sixty. Okay, you know, fair enough, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe when he's sixteen, and it's yeah, whatever. But um, you know, I think about that, and you guys, you guys brought up uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" is one of my credits. You know, those guys are all like really good buddies of mine, right? We all came up together and had the same managers and everything, and we all had kids at the same time when I had my daughter twelve years ago, right? So. Those guys are all having the 12, 13 zone, give or take. Right. And everybody's like, here we go. Five more years. We'll be going to Cabo again. We'll be doing this again. We'll be doing that. And I'm, and then as soon as I started having kids now, I get more shit from those guys. Uh, you know, like the first thing Rob McElhenney, who's a, he plays Mac on Sunny. He texted me as soon as he found out we were pregnant. He goes, old fucking dad. <laughs> right yep. yep nick's got you beat too i mean gosh she's not even born yet what are you you're 44 too nick 45 43 43 oh sorry i'm aging you i'm aging i know you. i'm i'm the old man in the room here um nick i know you haven't said anything yet but i i for the show in episode 100 i i, I did the dye job again i died i dyed the beard just be natural, man. I can't do it. I'm a redhead. It it, it comes out clear. It comes out clear. It's not gray. It's literally clear. I grow a full beard and you can't see it because redhead goes clear. I can't even explain how much that frustrates me. But again, uh, Nick, again, when the top matches the bottom, when the top of my head matches my beard, uh, then I'll let it go, man. But until then. Really anyway, moving on. <laughs> Oh yeah, man, I'm having so much fun. My too. Like I was done, right? My my youngest when we had was 13 when we had our two year old, and I'm like, oh, thank God, yeah, you know, he got. I, I was snipped. I was yeah. I'm like, I can travel again. I can just you know do whatever. I can drop everything on the weekends and go there with their mom and yeah, jump back into the whole daddy thing. And it's it's amazing. It's Wait. awesome. You were snipped and then you had yeah. more kids. Did you have yeah, a reversed? Yeah. yeah, I got a reversal. My wife, oh. so I got remarried. My wife didn't have <laughs> kids and she wanted kids. So, yeah, so I had the whole reversal. We did the IVF. Uh, the really cool thing is these two kids were planned. So, like, financially, we're in a way better spot. Mentally, kind of prepared for it. This, this, this new one, though, has been, been a little bit like, oh, man. Yeah, I didn't realize how rough it was with a little kid being in your 40s how much energy they take up and well yeah you so, did you realized it and decided to have another i know <laughs> anyway whatever but that's good, i, I will say to that to that and not to derail where we're going with this conversation but in terms of the old dad thing i would say the the yes the energy like my toddler my three-year-old it's so tough sometimes the energy is so much i'm all i want to do is lay on the couch and watch a football game whatever but I got to say, I'm so much more patient now than the first time go around. Yeah. When I was 31 or 32 and I had my daughter, I was still going to Vegas on weekends and partying or doing, you know, so I was just not in the yeah. dad, what, where you need to be to do, to do it right or to do it right really for yourself. She couldn't tell you the difference. She just had, she knows she has a loving family, a loving father. Well, who could right. tell the difference was my body when I would party all night and then wake up with the baby at five or do whatever, you know, nowadays I know I'm like, I need to get some sleep because I'm going to, my ass is going to be up at five o'clock in the morning and I want to rest up for that. I got to get ready 
for the day, which is like a boxing match every single day, right? Yes, it gets it's easier, like- man. I'm telling you, five <laughs> years old, five, six, it's a different kind of energy. But, you know, in the one-year-old, it, it's it, – you've been through it, man. Your daughter's 12. You know what I'm talking about. It's going to – it's yeah, gonna get a little this bit is the smoother. first time with boys, right? How rewarding it is too, though. Like just seeing, being a part of them growing up. Like my oldest son is twenty three in the military, and seeing him go from being the crazy little kid to immature teenager to this awesome young adult doing really cool things is like wow. This this is like the most definitely the most rewarding thing in the world, and yeah, definitely wouldn't change it for anything. And getting to do it all over again. And just like I've said before, getting to see and experience all the stuff JP's experiencing with his daughter of how much she loves him and still talks to him. <laughs> can't, can't wait to see him every day. Like, I can't wait for that again. That's, that's going to be awesome. Look what she made yeah. me. Oh, uh, Lego Leia. That's it, I leave. It's not even a Lego. It's like a weird, I don't know, a little plastic thing that I don't know, but she, I've got all kinds of stuff over here that she made me, and I could spend the entire. Day. We're so not awesome. even. We're not going to spend that time. Um, oh gosh, I had it, I had it, and it's gone. <sighs> that question. All right, just I'm going to say, what you think about it? I'll jump into the fast five. We'll do one question, and we'll kind of mix it. No, up just fast five it, baby. This is time right, for fast, fast five. five, Zach. We're going to ask you five quick questions. Uh, this is fun. Uh, if you didn't know, which you didn't, uh, I work in radio. Can you tell? Um, you never sure. <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, and uh, I took this from a radio segment. So here we go. Fast five. All right. All right. All right. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? If I could have a billboard with anything on it? Yeah. Uh, it would be like me dropping into a triple overhead wave at pipe or something or cloud break. And it would just be like. I wouldn't even put a label on it. I wouldn't put anything on it. I wouldn't direct people to my Instagram. It would just be me ripping somewhere and just a big billboard and somewhere strange where it really wouldn't belong, like on Hollywood Boulevard or something. Like, <laughs> let them know, hey, man, there's more to the world than just the movies, all right? Go out and get barreled or do, <laughs> do whatever, you know? Uh, that's the billboard I would have. That is a first not, in not 100 that, episodes. By the way. Not that I could surf a triple overhead wave at pipe, all right. I don't want to. I don't want any misconceptions <laughs> out there. If a wave is that big, chances are I'm not on it, okay? Because I don't want the surf world and my surf buddies to see this and give me shit. <clears throat> I can't surf a triple overhead wave at pipe. Photoshop. All right, <laughs> there you go. Photoshop. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite meal to cook for your kids? Uh, I, well, it's not my favorite, but their favorite is mac and cheese. They can't, they can, I mean, I, I love a good mac and cheese. Don't get me wrong. That's the best thing about having kids is eating all the stuff that you loved when you were a kid. It's all of a sudden you get it back. Exactly. Like Gino's cinnamon pizza toast. rolls or whatever. Like cinnamon toast. Yeah. I just introduced oh, yeah. the Lucky Charms, the marshmallows, oh. too. Oh. So good. Anyway. I remember you would just pick the marshmallows out and not eat the rest of it. Yep. Yeah. Did you see they actually <laughs> sell the marshmallows by themselves now? Oh that was the, that's like the greatest thing I ever saw. A whole in cap at Walmart. I'm like, <laughs> I could I could die right now. Uh, no, <laughs> no, not yet. Number four. Okay, no, we're on number three. Number bro. three. Number three. What is your favorite TV show or movie that you've been a part of? Wow, favorite TV show or movie that I've ever been a part of. That's an unfair question, by the way, Nick. Just throwing that out there. Well, no, I'm not going to say Magnum because that would be the answer that people would expect because I'm currently on that show. Of course, the 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 change 
in location mm. that I have been afforded on this television show. Oh no. That's why I'm here. Go back. But the hot spot was good compared to that, having to move here for that show. But I will say I made a movie. Nobody saw it with Matthew McConaughey, Willie Nelson. Was it called surfer? Woody Harrelson. Scott Glenn was in. Gosh, who else? Did I lose you guys? No, I'm here for a second. We're there. Okay. Uh, did you hear who was in this movie? Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. McConaughey, Woody Harrelson, Willie Nelson. Um, Scott Glenn was in this movie. There's so many awesome people in this movie. And I'll never forget. We were up in the Malibu RV park and McConaughey had an airstream up there. I later moved to that uh, RV park myself, when I was going through a divorce, but that's another story. Um, but we're sitting there eating um, barbecue with Willie Nelson. And he asked Willie, how do you want your steak cooked? And he goes, or he goes, Hey Willie, how do you want your steak? And Willie goes, cooked. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that. That was, so, was the best movie dude, of all time. That movie was amazing. Dude, that movie is amazing. That's it, and surfer dude. Yes. That's the one where McConaughey didn't wear a shirt the entire movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. And that is not the reason why I saw it. By the way. <laughs> that dude was doing like every between every take he'd drop and do like three hundred push ups or whatever. And at one point I had my shirt off next to him and I was like, You sure you wanna you wanna be standing next to me in this scene, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> and he kinda looked me up and down and he goes, Yeah, I'm all right. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whatever, you didn't have to say it like that, pal. <laughs> That's awesome. No, that one was really fun. That yeah, I know it was a good movie too. So if you haven't seen it, check it out, everybody. Check oh, it out. It's so good. All right. Your biggest parenting fail. Mm, biggest parenting fail. I would say, you know, I didn't really sleep train my daughter, and it took five, six years to get her to sleep in her own bed. <laughs> so I did that with my boys and, and they're like, we got them dialed. All right. So we got, we got so to kind of screwed up with the sleeping thing. How did you, how did you do it? Cause I'm in the midst of having a two year old in my bed. My nine year old still sleeps with me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we just did the cried out method where we were just like, you're going to cry. And you know, you go in there every, I went in five minutes and you just, just for a second, Hey buddy, it's bedtime. You know, you got to stay. Mommy's not coming in. You got to go to sleep. Then you come back in 15 minutes later. Then you come back in 30 minutes later. And that's kind of how we did it for two nights. And it worked two nights. That's it. <laughs> Holy shit. There you go. Okay. What's the what's the coolest thing about being a parent for you? I just think maybe the coolest thing about being a parent is being able to try to teach these kids the lessons that you had to learn the hard way, but teach them in a way that they don't have to learn it in the hard way. You know, I think that's a good opportunity to just you know, a lot of times in this world with all the division and everything that's going on and neighbor hating neighbor and this and that. And I sort of my philosophy is I want to tend to my own garden, my people. This is all I control can control is within my family unit and to try to raise these kids the best I possibly can. So I think that's it. You know, is just trying to 
trying to make the lessons a little bit easier. Not coddle them, but you know, just uh, teach them the right, teach them the right things. Right? You're doing it right, yes, sir. Oh, Nick, is that it? You got that's it. All right, I got a couple that I literally came up with, and then um, I'm gonna finish this bad boy up with the most important question that I ever ask on Dadcast. So no pressure, Zach. Um, but a couple of easier ones. You guys again? Uh oh, bummer. Can you hear me? I got you. We still got you. Can you hear us? I don't think he can hear us. Hello. Hello. Zach, can you hear us, bud? I lost it. Now we're back. Now okay. We're back. I lost you for a second. You got, you got okay. me? I got you. All right, cool. Um, I said, I've got a few questions. We're going to finish it up with the big one. Um, first one, though, easy peasy, I think. What is one uh, TV show that you turned down or did not get that you regret? Is there any? There's a lot of jobs that I almost got that I didn't get. Okay. Okay. But <laughs> what? I almost was on the wire. I was almost in the wire season two, which I think would have taken me a different route. Um, I thought it was going to happen, and uh, I didn't get it. My best, one of my best friends, this guy Pablo Schreiber, and I could have worked together. We didn't. He went on to do the show, and he's having an amazing career. Um, he's right now. He's Master Chief in the new Halo. You guys should check it out. Yeah. Um, but uh, but that one was a that was a hard one to not get any uh, any roles in films that have, same question Hello, I missed the question oh. I think I keep getting spotty boys sorry Did it's you all good another question uh, can you hear me now now you're back okay yeah, you're back all right I just said the same thing for movies but screw that not important um, this is a good one though if you could star in a film or television with any actor or actress you have not currently um, done living or dead who is it going to be living or dead that's tough i did a movie with mickey rourke so i did work with him and that was incredible in that zone um man that's a tough philip seymour hoffman 100 percent philip seymour hoffman love that pirate radio one of my favorite flicks i don't know the guy's been in that everything but man i love that flick all right zach knighton there's what I like to think is uh, the most important question we ask on DadCast. I always finish up with it. Um, so before I ask, again, thank you so much for being a part of DadCast episode number 100, man, and sharing your stories about you. being a dad. Absolutely amazing. Uh, you're awesome. Thank you. And I'm going to take you thank up on you. those Thanks fish tacos. Taking you up on those Anytime. fish tacos. You boys come over here and we'll show you a good time for uh, sure. Right. Take uh, you out on the boat. We'll smoke some fish on the green egg. We'll do it right. Oh, we're going to catch them, though, first, right? That's right. Yes, That's right. sir. All right. Zach Knighton, if you could impart any wisdom on any new dad or soon-to-be father, what's it going to be? The sooner you realize the world doesn't revolve around you, the better off you're going to be. Easy peasy. And that's a tough, that's a tough one to actually learn. It sounds easy in theory, but until you yeah. live it, yeah, man, that's, uh, again, that's right. it, it's once those babies were born, it's weird seeing your heart run outside of your body. It's crazy, mm-hmm. crazy yeah. stuff, but that's how it is. Nick, you got anything, brother? Oh, man, just thank you again. This was awesome. Yeah, Nick, thank Nick you. and his Instagram prowess, man. I mean, geez. He's the man, dude. He's very, very persistent. He's the man. <laughs> really? Because he told me he just hit you up once, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it wasn't even like a full sentence. I was like, hey, I'm Nick. 
cool. I'll be on your podcast. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, man. I thought dad cast. That's I mean, I never, you know, that's the thing is that people ask me about the show, uh, show I do or this, but they never ask about my family. You know what I mean? So it's a pleasure to come on and to talk about the thing that's the most important to me is my family, as I'm sure it is with you guys. So thanks for having me on. You are absolutely very welcome. Thank you. And that is why we are so successful, I think, with this podcast. You are not the first person to say that. You are not the last person to say that. Um, but that's why it resonates with um, so many people. You know, it was Randy Couture. Yeah. He said it first. We had him on. He's like, you know, I turned down these podcasts, you know, multiple times a day. But you want me to come in and not talk about fighting or movies? You want to talk about my kids? <laughs> Where do I sign up? So uh, awesome, man. Thank you so much Um, to everyone watching wherever you are and however you may be listening. Thank you so much for your support. This has been episode one friggin hundred and it is in the books. I look ridiculous. We're putting this back down. Where's my, where's my whistle? Where's my whistle? Thank you so much for watching dadcast we appreciate you if you're watching on the youtube please subscribe by the way gentlemen by the way while we recorded this we hit 10,000 subscribers on youtube and that's our lowest number of all social medias Um, but it's the most important one to me it's the hardest one to get up there so pretty awesome man i I, uh it's it's because of you zach knight and why we hit ten thousand subs while we're doing the show (laughs) that's Uh, right (laughs) thank you so much like it subscribe it comment make sure to check out magna pi on nbc starting february 18th correct February 19th, oh, It's a leap year, so, you know, I got confused. <laughs> and uh, we'll catch all of you once again on DadCast on the very next episode. Have a great rest of your day, night, whatever, and uh, see you. Thank you, Zach. Yeah, Aloha. Thanks,